we've had it like stop and start and stop and start and stop and start. We're like, mm-hmm. the minute you think, okay, we're done. It's fine. We're getting ready for summer. It starts up again and it drops yeah. 20, 30 degrees. And then you've got the winds blowing dust everywhere. Yeah. Oh. It's been so windy here too. I think just the whole Western, like it just mm. hasn't stopped. We've been in drought since December. It's a uh, fire season, unfortunately. Oh no, 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 no. Don't remind me of that. Poor I California. Oh, yeah. Every year, every year, every California year. lights on fire and it's just it's horrible. Getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. We actually had a couple fires in New Hampshire, so. All right. Everyone oh, has to stop really? using plastic and carbon so we can stop hurting the planet <laughs> officially. For real. <laughs> note, welcome everyone to another episode of Spilling Ink. We are the talk show that takes you behind the book to meet the authors and professionals in the publishing industry. And as promised, we have two new faces to introduce you guys to today. And this is going to be an awesome show. But first, Jane, how you doing? I'm, d- I'm a little burnt. <laughs> It's the first nice day in Maine and I, you know, sat out on the deck like I usually do. So it's, you know, the first of the season burn. <laughs> Yay. Hopefully it goes away quickly. Yeah, it'll it'll I just have to moisturize it and it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but that that means you're getting into the nice weather though, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Last night was the first night we were here and didn't have the heat on. So all right. A good, a good the, the 40 degrees. That that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> You're shivering. Yes. I'm not wearing a he- yeah, a light sweater <laughs> or heavy sweater like last time. So, yeah. Well, I did look fluffy. Yes, I did look fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to it. And I, I kind of want to play Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo to see who to introduce first. But I know both of you guys are the creators of this amazing book, which I'm going to throw up on screen right now because I think it looks Awesome. And the title, you guys got me the second I saw the title. I was like, this is a book I need. Mm-hmm. So Meredith, Jennifer, which one of you guys wants to introduce yourself first? Okay. I think we'll let Meredith take the lead. <laughs> Fair enough. Fearless leader. <laughs> I'm a little bit older. Like <laughs> so I get to go first. <laughs> well, hi, everyone. Guys, thank you so much for having us on the show. Jen and I are beyond excited to be here. Seeing everyone pop in and all their comments, it's so excited to see everyone on there. We know we're going to have such a fun show. Uh, Jen and I are the creators of our beautiful gratitude journal called Unfuck Your Attitude with Gratitude because we are here to revolutionize the world and to get everyone to stop being a bitch, (laughs) to make their life a little bit better, and to find, honestly, the true joy in hardship. Both Jen and I have been through a lot this life and we bring with us a lot of wisdom and with that we have seen what a positive attitude can do to truly make your life something worth living and that's what we've created in our journal absolutely um i'm jennifer guys so or gem as some of you might know me better as um and i am the second half of our beautiful journal that i'm so proud of unfold your attitude with gratitude um so you know this has been just such a labor of love guys and we're so excited to talk to you about this talk to you about uh just how the practice of gratitude and journaling has truly changed our lives and allowed us to manifest our dreams in the process as well so super excited to be here tonight guys <laughs> we do too we are jersey punk girls we enjoy being bitches too but yep. <laughs> not to ourselves not to what we're creating oh i like that i like that send the bitchiness outward keep the good yep. stuff inward exactly yeah. I like that. absolutely just don't right. be a dick you know that's kind of the overall general mo so yeah, you know how i mean it's a karma, I mean, right? religion their <laughs> beliefs or whatever the golden rule is always don't be an asshole Mm-hmm. You know, it's worded differently, but it's basically don't be an yeah. asshole. Real shit. <laughs> Hopefully we can curse on this show because we've already got a, the uh, the R rating at this point. <laughs> yes, you dropped the F-bomb, so hey. We're good. <laughs> We're good. Well, okay, so let's dive into the, the beginnings of this book because obviously this is a labor of love. So it started from something, from probably experiences that one or both of you had. So again, who, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, who wants to jump in and, and start it off? Jen, go ahead. I'll jump in this time. So, um, you know, like we were talking about and any of you who have uh, seen any interviews with us in the past, you guys know we've been friends for, oh my gosh, I don't even want to say how many years. So probably about 25 guys. So um, we met in seventh grade and, you know, for 
anyone who knows the trials and tribulations of middle school, it's a tough time, you know, it was tough then. I'm sure it's still tough now. Um, but we were so blessed that we found each other and our, our third bestie, our other best friend, Val. And that was kind of our little trifecta in middle school until we found some of our other crew when we got into high school. And um, we were just so lucky that we, we just so happened to, uh, I don't know, divinely be guided together, obviously, as these kind of little witchy weirdos, uh, little punk rockers who didn't quite know where we fit in in life. But um, writing and journaling was always something that we had an interest in. We were always into taking pictures and making art and, you know, doing all kinds of different funky stuff. But writing was always a medium um, for me as like a, a little emo punk rock kid writing poetry and creative stories and stuff like that. And for Meredith as well, too, you know, I mean, even on the, the marketing and business end, you know, she knew from an early age that that was where her strengths were and that was what she gravitated towards. So um, I think for me, you know, of course, journaling kind of took a different angle because I lost my mother at 15. Um, I was going on 16. So um, thank goodness I had Meredith and, you know, such a great support system in my life. And I'm, I'm so blessed that at 36 years old, we're still besties, you know. Um, but truly, if it wasn't for that practice of writing it out <laughs> and giving it somewhere to go, giving that energy. You know, I'm, I'm an Aquarius sun, so I spend way too much of my life up here. Um, I need to find somewhere to really move that energy. And for me, writing has just always been an excellent medium for that. It's writers been such a to just know experience. from an early age that, that they're meant to be writers, I think. Yeah, I think so. I there's think always that or not, there's that, that feeling inside of just needing to write it down. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, in journaling, I think has just taken on so many different angles and avenues for us over the years. Of course, it's changed a whole lot from when we were, you know, middle schoolers and high schoolers <laughs> and even college students. Um, but truly, as we've um, really done a deeper dive on our spiritual journey, you know, through our later 20s and into our 30s, um, journaling has just been my gosh, such an active practice. Um, and the combination of that and gratitude has been what's gotten us through, man, so many things from losing parents and siblings and going through divorces and um, all kinds of very adult real world things that um, we've now come out on the other side of. And I truly believe that if we weren't writing it out the whole way through, we wouldn't have manifested the beautiful lives that we're living now, truly. Now, have you ever gone back in and read some of the stuff from way back in the day? Just you cringe a little. You know, it's it was good. It was from the heart. But oh, oh I'm glad that never saw the light of day. Oh, goodness. Even when I see some of like my Facebook statuses from probably 12 years ago or something, I'm like, oh, like it's that like one of vomit moment when I read some of those things that I decided to throw up as a status. In the moment. Yep, yep. We are very lucky because she's always been the writer. And then our third best friend, she's the photographer. She's always cataloged. And then I'm the Capricorn. I'm the keeper. So we have mm -hmm. a really amazing record of our life and our experience together. And we have That's all so of this cool. content that we can look through. And yeah, it's crazy. I had NGen. We had the short, spiky hair that everyone had back in the day, looking real good and really obsessed with boys. <laughs> but we, we worked through that. But that's kind of the interesting thing is while that was all going on, there was a lot going on underneath. Like Jen said, you know, she lost her mom at a very young age and she was a very important figure to all of us. Our third best friend isn't a Native American or isn't Native from America. She came in from a different country. So she had a very hard experience. And then I've kind of had different experiences throughout life. And more recently, I lost both my twin brother and my mom last year. And it's been a very difficult experience. And what we've noticed is while that's happening, you still need to live your life. You still need to be happy. You still need to go after what it is that you want to go after, even though you're hurting. And especially after this pandemic, everyone's hurting, right? Everyone mm -hmm. in their own way. I can feel everyone out there. Everyone has been through their own troubles and through kind of shifting your perspective, you can really make a huge difference in your life. And that's what we wanted to do is bring a journal that takes her amazing words and inspiration. And I wrote some of it too. And then her running with the design and me doing the design and coming together to create something that could be a tool for people to make a difference in their life. And the publishing journey that that took us on was a really fun experience. All right. Well, let's touch on that. Cause I mean, I love the story and, and I love that the three of you were able to come together 
and, and fit like puzzle pieces, mm -hmm. each of you mm -hmm. providing the thing that needs to be done to connect it and to create the, the book. So how did you choose to publish this? How did you choose to take up the reins? Because publishing is hard. It's not, mm -hmm. we've talked about it many times on the show. There's a lot of work involved. There's a lot of diligence that you need to have. There, there's just so many irons in the fire to create a product that seems so simple to the outside. Right. Absolutely. It was a really interesting journey, but uh, we were talking about this before, but I'm a double cap, uh, double Capricorn for you guys out there. So as you can imagine, I got it done. <laughs> I figured it out piece by piece by goddamn piece and I figured it out. <laughs> uh, so it was a lot of fun, but we actually, you know, I, I, I know that you guys have really sophisticated systems. We were not sophisticated <laughs> by how we did this. Jim, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on how this started, but I think you and I were just kind of texting back and forth and this kind of title came through us divinely. I, I think that's how it happened. That is exactly how it happened. So this is this is back in 2019. So um, this is pre-pandemic kind of stuff. Um, this is I was still married kind of stuff. Um, you know, we were in different ways living very different lives at that point, even though it was only a few short years ago. Um, and yeah, we just got this idea, um, I, you know, texting back and forth. I think we had done um, we used to do Tarot Tuesday was kind of like our Tuesday night segment that we would do and we would pull cards and talk about energy and i think we had just gotten off of our tarot tuesday mm -hmm. and we were texting back and forth because we were talking a little bit about gratitude in our tarot tuesday and just the unfuck your attitude with gratitude kind of came out and um and just the name there was just something about it you know like it made us laugh in the mm -hmm. moment and i think that truly like even when I work events and I'm selling our journals and stuff the name it cracks people up you know and it does I think it makes um some of the woo woo uh you know a little <laughs> bit more accessible and um not so fluffy um because you know we all are living this human existence right you know no mm -hmm. matter where we're at on our journeys we're still in the 3d material world we have all these real world things that we have to be concerned with that can really throw us out of our balance in a major major way so what better way to kind of bring it back to self and even when you're having you know a total shit time you could probably find at least three things that you're grateful for that you probably weren't even thinking about until you actively had to go digging a little bit for it I like that. It's true. That's very true. There's always something you can be thankful for, even on the, the darkest days. Absolutely. And it started that way. And then I think it evolved into just basically a Google document where we kind of mm -hmm. set up the headers and then we started writing and we shared that back and forth and we created kind of the headers and the content for each page. Then it came over kind of to my wheelhouse where I got to sit down and design. So the design behind what we did, um, and I think it's really unique when uh, a publisher or an author who does publishing brings in kind of science and interest a little bit to it. So what we did is you know, we didn't want to just sit down and write, you know, today I'm grateful for pancakes, I'm grateful for my dog, and I'm grateful for the sun, because that doesn't really connect in. So what we did is created this section, while simple, it has a ton of science behind it, of putting a because section, connecting your true emotions. I'm grateful today that Nick made me pancakes because having a partner that supports me when I'm having a bad day makes a huge difference. So connecting in those emotions. So we took kind of the science behind it and put it into a layout. So then I honestly, I know pancakes. <laughs> Yeah, so then I honestly, I took that and I put it into Canva because Canva is the tool that I use in my kind of, I don't want to say real business because everything's a real business, but I do marketing and branding. That's my co my company. Um, so I took that and put it into Canva and just made this huge layout. I know everyone out there who does self-publishing is like, oh my God, <laughs> it's probably the worst way that you could do it. But, you know, took these big, big kind of Canva files and smushed them together. And then we decided at the time to use Amazon self-publishing. Um, so really just sitting through the process and figuring it out and Jen proofread this, how does this look? How about we change this? How about we go back and forth? So a lot of collaboration there, but using Google Docs, <laughs> using Canva and then self-publishing on Amazon is really the process that we took for the book for right now. 
Yeah, it was the simplest and uh, truthfully the most inexpensive way we could find a means of really getting our content out there and making it accessible to the masses where, you know, they could go online and, and be able to order through us or they could go online and order through Amazon and we were able to order our own additional copies. So it that just made it the easiest route for us, um, for two people with no real background in publishing <laughs> to say, hey, how do we get this done as quickly and cheaply? and as easily as we can. <laughs> yep, you do what you got to do. I remember when I put out my first book, I made every mistake you could possibly make. <laughs> yeah. And didn't we very all? expensive mistakes. <laughs> <initially>. <laughs> and I had to learn the, the hard way, but that's, you'll agree as an Aquarius, you got to learn the hard way. You can't learn the easy way. Oh but, my gosh. Yeah. My Aquarius sun and Scorpio moon feel that so hard. <laughs> Signs have to learn the hard way. <laughs> yeah, there's no easy ways about it. You just got to learn the hard way. But through learning, though, you have a skill that you can replicate from then on out. Absolutely. It also helps to find a partner who's an earth sign who will do absolutely anything to get anything done. So oh, there yeah. is a connection there that really helps. <laughs> you can either work with a Virgo or a Capricorn if you want yes. to get shit done. I mean, those yep. two right there, they will get shit done. They might annoy you during the process. And they might <laughs> their way or the highway, but man, they will get shit done. <laughs> and that has been an, an interesting experience. The two of us kind of working as co-authors and co-publishers of this book, because not only is it just one person that you're dealing with, you're kind of dealing with two people and the the problems that kind of come up. So Jen, you can definitely kind of talk to some of those, but it's been an interesting ride to get this from idea to actually being published and available. Absolutely. And I mean, even just the logistics of the fact that I'm in New York and you're in Colorado. So um, literally the entire process of creating this, we were, you know, not in close proximity to each other whatsoever. <laughs> so everything had to be done digitally. Um, you know, all the communication had to be done either over the phone or through text or, you know, through Skype or whatever we were doing. So it was definitely a process, a lot of back and forth. So um, we really started everything, like Meredith said before, with our Google Doc, and it would be me going in and writing a whole bunch of copy, and then her going in and choosing which one she liked the best and kind of narrowing down from there, then me going through and, you know, putting in kind of our copy edits and her rereading through again to make <laughs> sure that I didn't miss anything. So, um, and that was kind of our process. So it definitely took us time. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, just the pandemic hitting alone, you know, through a, a huge monkey wrench in there that, um, you know, ended up delaying us, but certainly a lot of real life things as well, too. But um, truly divine timing, I think, on, on so many levels that we were able to release the journal when we did. Um, you know, we released it really right as kind of the kickstart of the new year to really set people off on the right foot um, and coming off, you know, the last two years of the pan pandemic. So I feel like it came at a time where people were really sort of dying for something, um, you know, and, and maybe didn't really know where to start. And this was kind of an, an easy place to say, hey, I could tr at least try this and see if it helps. And we've been so thrilled to see like so many people, you know, who have started on this kind of journaling journey or gratitude journey or whatever you want to call it. They've then gifted other copies to people that they love as well, too. So that's been, Aww. I think, probably the most rewarding part of it is that it's clearly working enough for people that they want to gift it to people they love as well. That, that is the best. That's when you know you've touched somebody when they are, right. are like, you You need to read this because it helped me. That's yeah. when you know you've, you've done good. I love that. So that feels really good. So that's definitely gratifying. And, uh, you know, I think just, just the fact that it gives people something to lighten up about. I think, you know, just, just, people can be having the worst day and just the title alone kind of gives them a little chuckle and makes them loosen up a little bit. You know, that alone, I feel like we've done our job. That's pretty cool right there. Yeah, that title. I mean, the, the second I saw that pass across an email, I was like, oh, yes, we, we definitely need to talk to them. That's perfect. These are my people. I love this. <laughs> 
Well, I think it's so hard too, you know, and, and Meredith and I were talking a little bit about this earlier is, is the, you know, imposter syndrome kind of on the route to all of this and some of the delays that can happen. And I mean, I think even just for myself in the spiritual community, you know, for Meredith being out there, you know, in the business world, it's tough because you want to be the most authentic version of you but then it's like well is that professional me or is that spiritual woo woo me or am i too rough around the edges if i'm saying fuck and cursing like a sailor you know what i mean am i am i deterring people am i hurting people or do people resonate with that because that's who i really am and they feel that so i feel like her and i kind of had these struggles you know, that we've seen kind of, you know, overlap through our spiritual journey and our journeys with our businesses of who we really are and, and owning it with confidence in terms of being really comfortable with presenting that to the world. Oh, that is such a hard thing to do too, because I know a lot of authors feel they have to be so many different things to so many different people in order to market appropriately that they're not being as authentic as they could be. And yeah, that it, was a huge that, challenge. Yeah. And, and it's, it's being authentic that tends to really pull people in. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We have about three different forwards or the, the beginnings of the books with different Instagram handles that we've created, different names, because it really was that struggle. And I'm sure everyone who publishes, you know, do I use a pen name? Do I use myself? What will people think? Especially, you know, on my side, I do kind of tend to work with like higher business clients and stuff. And to see this book, I didn't know if I wanted to promote it mm -hmm. on that. So at some point, I think as an author, as a publisher, you just have to understand that you just have to be yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Like you said, authenticity is key and just being yourself and just putting you out there because that's what people feel. Jen and I work in the energy realm. You know, we read energy day to day. That's basically our businesses. And to not be your true self because you're scared of that is really, really hard. But that probably costs us a year, honestly, in our journey of second guessing ourselves and doubting ourselves. And who are we to put this out? And will anyone and read it. It's a really difficult moment that you have to get over. Luckily, and I can go through all the early versions of the book. I actually used them as I was testing it. So I was doing my gratitude about my gratitude journal uh, and using that to help us manifest what we were creating. And we both spent a lot of time and intention to try and make sure, you know, a lot at, at one point, we just kind of put the ideas down and just, all right, who is this for? How are we helping people? How are we helping the world? Um, and you just have to kind of put that before your own insecurities a lot. That's great that's advice. Great. I love that. I love that. Now, is that part of the advice that's in the book? I know I don't want to do too many spoilers, but I, I'm dying to know what some nuggets are from within the book that you're especially proud of. So I think one of my favorite parts of the book is just kind of the weekly intro that we've done. Um, I think that that's a, a unique part of our journal. That is something that's a little bit different that really does kind of make it part journal, part book. Um, so every week you kind of start with this, um, you know, nice big, well, I'll show you guys. Um, I have my my blank one and my one that I use because, you know, we all have, you know, all of these various versions. So you can see like right at the top here, um, you get this nice big headline. So every week starts with, you know, sort of a mantra or a theme for the week. Um, and then it's followed by a nice little paragraph underneath it that really kind of builds off of whatever the current week's theme is. So um, for example, the page I open to is stop putting your time and energy where it doesn't belong. So that's the theme for one of the weeks of our gratitude journal, you know, and then we have a nice little paragraph that really talks a whole lot more about that. So um, it, we've kind of given people without giving them journal prompts, we've sort of given them journal prompts where it gives them a nice little lens where if they're struggling maybe with what they want to write on for the week, that can kind of give them the push in maybe a new direction. So that way they might unlock some other things that they were overlooking. Did I see a little like a heart gauge symbol? On the oh page? yeah. <laughs> Let me see that again. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That's actually my favorite part of the book is putting that together. So this is what it looks like. Yeah, you guys can see that. So yeah. it is, Rebecca, to answer your question, it is kind of more of a workbook. And that's really what I think I'm most proud of is just kind of the flow behind it because I'm a very visual person and I'm also an extremely analytical person. Before this life, I was a market research analyst at a big bank in New Jersey and I could just dive into every number. Um, but, you know, this is my personal one that I can show you guys. 
but I kind of color and I put all types of stuff in there, but I color engage how I'm doing through each day. And as just a crazy woman in today's world, it's really nice to gauge my mental stability um, sometimes in such a quick visual way. How am I doing? Am I okay? But it, it really gives me that ability to see what's influencing me. Because I think as an author, as a publisher, as a human, we don't always connect the dots, right? We don't always see what's happening behind the scene. We see we're very focused on the here and now. We're not on the big picture. And I'm sure as you guys are working on your manuscripts, as you're doing stuff, if you gauged how am I doing today, you can really see what's affecting your energy, what's taking you down, what's keeping you up, what motivates you and what don't. Um, so it's really those types of things that inspired me so much when doing the graphic is how can I track how I'm doing as a human? How can I see where my attitude is and what is really affecting me? So I can quick as shit cut that out as my life. If there's if someone's <laughs> name keeps coming next to one heart, they're out of the story because they're just too much of an energy drain on me. Absolutely. And we use this journal for so many different things too. Like that's part of the reason why we have multiple copies. Like I have one <laughs> copy that I use specifically for manifesting and manifesting alone. So everything that I write in that journal is not really stuff that's actually happened yet, but it's all the stuff that I'm calling in. So um, that's what I use one of my journals for. And I think Meredith does kind of a similar practice. Um, and then I have another journal that is just kind of my everyday, my daily. I know Meredith usually does in the morning with her coffee. I'm an Aquarius, so it depends on my day because <laughs> I don't always have my shit together, but I do it at some point because Truly, I feel it if I don't. I feel it in a big way. Like I was saying earlier, this Mercury retrograde, the pre-shadow, like really messed me up big time. And I fell off with my journaling in a big way. I was just in kind of a funk. I was going through it, but it really, it added to my funk by not having my daily writing practice. So I made sure to fix that real fast. And you bet your ass that I will not <laughs> fall off again until we are out of this restaurant. <laughs> Luckily, it's only three weeks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, the writing daily, whether it's journaling or just writing, is actually helpful. You know, Absolutely. because it's getting Usually. it's getting all the emotion out and and um, you know all the blackness out. <laughs> well, Jane, you, you, you use know. it as catharsis too. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Absolutely, yeah. you can use it for releasing. You can use it for you know setting your intentions. You could use it for a variety of different things. So, um, you know, I've even seen people that will like cut out certain sections to burn them. So, you know, that's like, me. Hey, you know, it's totally. I mean, you know, the same way Meredith is scrapbooking hers. I mean, I have all like stickers all over mine and oh, stuff. Hold on, like hold on. That. I, gotta, so, I gotta make that big. Hold on. Make I'm always, I'm always, you know, so I have my, uh, my silly stickers, you know, all of my, my different colors and stuff like that on every page so and it's just things that you know if I do have a week where you know maybe it was a busy week and I missed a day I enjoy that practice kind of then of reflecting on the last day um mm -hmm. so it's nice you know because I've I've tried my journaling in different ways. You know, I've switched it up where sometimes I'll try doing it at night to kind of reflect on the whole day. Um, other times I do it in the morning to kind of set the stage for the day ahead. So it's nice that you can use it in a variety of ways and it gives you a lot of additional different uses. Have you thought about, this is a spitball idea here, little emotional stickers to go along <laughs> with. <laughs> That would be amazing. I, <laughs> I have so many stickers in my journal. That's I'm about stickers. So I have mm -hmm. stickers everywhere in mine. Who doesn't like stickers? I think one of the funnest things as being the creators of this is, you know, we have all these ideas, but we put it into, you know, someone's hands and then they come back and, oh, I do this and I do this and I do that. And it's such a fun experience and not only creating something so amazingly important to us and putting out to people and just trying to help people, but then for them to have that creativity and come back to us. Uh, I think that's really exciting to see how people are using our journal or our workbook, whatever you want to call it, um, in their life, but how it influences them. It's kind of like, you know, some of the great books that we've all read in our life, right? I remember before and after I read certain books and how they've truly changed me. And I think it's really fun when you can create something that inspires people to change a little 
little bit to kind of, you know, push into the things that make it hard to really come face to face, whether it's the written word or, you know, their own words, but come face to face with some struggles in their life and then see this character, whether again, yourself or a, someone else's character move through them and feel that connection is what's the most powerful thing I think about being a creator and an author that really inspires us to keep going. Okay. Making me feel guilty for not journaling. Oh, you should. Journal. <laughs> I, have, I always have every good intention to journal. And then it sits there. And I might get to it once a month and do a quick scribble. And then I feel bad because I want to look back and check on things. And I didn't do it. And I've only myself <laughs> to blame for not doing it. <laughs> I use yeah. a lot of online journals, too. I think the one that I like the most is called Penzu uh, or P-E-N-Z-U or something like that. I like those, too, because then there's no shame, right? It doesn't matter. There's no counting down. <laughs> and that mm. feels really good. <laughs> but I, I do love the idea of a journal. And the daily journal at that does, it is helpful. It's helpful to gauge you know, how you're feeling. Um, you know, where you're at, what you're looking forward to, and to be able to go back and look at, you know, your, your, your percentage of getting through bad days is 100% so far. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and, and sometimes being able to look back and seeing, you know, the bad days you went through and going, I, I got through this. It's helpful. It's a, you know, it, yeah. it shows you the courage you have to keep going. We've all been through the hero journey in our own way and the ability to see that. I even love mine. I put little pictures like this is my little nugget of a dog here, <laughs> but I print out pictures and put him in everything too, because it reminds me there'll be a day where they're not with us anymore. Um, there'll be a moment where your brother, your mother, your father, your partner is no longer with you. And that is such a struggle. And a lot of people will write characters like that, but how how lovely to be your own character and to see your own struggle. But like you said, how far have you actually come? If you're here, if you're standing on solid ground right now, you're a survivor. You're a fucking fighter. You made it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Somehow we made it on the planet during this time. And that's a really big deal. But to yeah. actually be able to see yourself that way is an amazing gift that you can give to yourself. I love that. That is awesome. <sighs> Such good result. stuff. So <laughs> Capricornian. <laughs> Results achieve. Do it. I always say that I have like the best intentions to journal, and I, I collect journals. As an author, we collect journals, notebooks, everything that you can write in. So I collect them, but I'm so bad at writing in them. Yeah, I I haven't journaled. I don't think ever. Really? Ooh. You write every day, though. I Yes, I write my stories every day. But you're so. also channeneling, like you've said before, yes, that I'm, a bad I, day know, work, you might kill someone on the page that night. You're channeling your energy in a cathartic way. True, true. So so I get, well, you know, I haven't journaled my life. <laughs> you should. my character's lives. You should. Because um, I think, yeah. especially as we've lost people, and then one of our friends, she lost her grandma. And I remember a text she sent me. She's like, I wish I had her stories. I wish mm -hmm. I could. And I was like, get a journal and write down everything that you remember. That's what I'm doing for my brother. Every story I remember from our life, I'm just writing it down because someday I'm not going to remember that. Like mm -hmm. I drink a lot. I smoke a lot. I'm not going to have a memory <laughs> when I'm 80. Me and her are going to be gray gardens at that time. Like mm -hmm. we're not going to remember what's going on. So I want these stories to share and to, to be something that we pass on. And I think a lot of authors, a lot of publishers want that legacy, but when it's through your own point of view and through your own lens, um, it's something beautiful, whether that, you know, that could be in photography. I see a lot of beautiful stories that way, but you should start journaling. <laughs> I, I, I think about it. I mean, my grandmother journaled, so I have these awesome, you know, journal entries of, of the World War II, which I'm wow. a, a book on that. Um, and then, you know, my dad decided to journal through through COVID. He's got these, these massive notebooks of daily things, you know, but I don't know. I just I just have never thought to do it. <laughs> so <laughs> might be a nice way for you to connect with your grandmother while you're like putting that book together to maybe kind of get into your own journaling routine through that process. I feel like that could be a cool way for you to connect with her energy, too. Yeah, that's and that as an author. Cool 
it'd be really cool to be able to go back and say, you know, my character's struggling with this in real life. How did I, you know, what was the actual experience? So being able to go back and feel real life emotions around stuff that your characters or your clients' characters might go through could be a really cool device um, for a lot of people out there. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting way. All right. So we talked about all the good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, flip the coin and, and look at some of the struggles that you guys had yeah. in bringing this to light. Some of like the the uniquely independent publishing, you just had to do it to learn it. Kind of struggles. <laughs> it has been a struggle. Jen, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Um, I guess you start. I think one of the hardest things is probably the technical side, right? Is how do I make this happen? I remember when we created the book originally, it was like 98 pages or something like that. And then I went over and now it's like 152 pages or something like that. And trying to figure out how to combine the two PDFs. I know that's easy and I'm a tech person and I didn't, I didn't want to pay for Adobe. Uh, so like trying to just do those types of things and then getting everything uploaded into Amazon. And that process takes so long literally takes so long with Colorado internet. And then to find out that it's <laughs> millimeter outside of the bleed. Uh, and then I have to redo it. So kind of those technical things, um, you know, I might've screamed and throw things a time or two because <laughs> I think those can be really difficult, but you can't let that kind of stop your creative process. And that was, was really nice of having such a beautiful partner when I would get kind of frustrated in that, you know, she kind of took that energy for me. And, and it was really nice to be able to have that back and forth in that partnership. Absolutely. I think we really leaned on each other throughout the process, just between the creative process, the technical process, and just the real world, real life things that were happening that were kind of screwing up our process, you know, um, during right before the pandemic hit, I separated from my husband and I took a two month hiatus down in Florida. And there were all kinds of other things mixed in for the two of us. You know, that's just one shining example. So, um, you know, just the fact that, you know, as as business owners, as as women just <laughs> living lives, it's it's uh, there's a lot of moving parts to putting together a, a publication in a big way. So definitely a labor of love. Um, and I think, yeah, the technology side of things, I, I know I'm an Aquarius. I'm supposed to be good at all of that stuff, but no. like my cancer rising is it is just not a thing in my world. So even when we used to do our Tarot Tuesdays together, we used to always, I'd always be screaming about technology trolls because without fail, I think I had anxiety. I was so relieved to get together with you guys like a half hour early because I was like, oh man, Mercury retro technology trolls. <laughs> so that was probably the biggest thing for us across the board, you know, in terms of that hurdle. Um, I feel like creatively the process came together nicely. I think it was just, man, trying to find time and space to make it all happen as business owners. That was probably the biggest challenge, I think, overall. And then pulling on the big girl panties and saying, like, today we're going to launch it, um, I think was really, really difficult because we actually had a full, a few false starts. We were going to release it in November for um, like Thanksgiving and the gratitude season. But that's literally when my mom went into the hospital. So we had to stop everything. Um, and then I had to take a month off to be with her. And life is very complicated. And kind of, you know, like putting yourself out there is a struggle, even though both Gem and I are you know, business owners, we put ourselves out there constantly. We have a fair amount of confidence. Like we're not, you know, always burritos in, in the couch. We are sometimes, but even <laughs> that to just put yourself out there and to have your friends and family see it, even though they love and support you, but like not to judge you and just saying today's the day. So uh, I think originally we had it going out on a new moon because we thought that was the most, the best time, but then we changed it to just the beginning of the year. And it's amazing that when you actually pick that release and you choose that day and you do it, it's a really amazing experience of kind of giving birth to it. But it was a struggle to get there. It wasn't easy to put our name on something and to put it out there. Um, ooh, a pancake burrito. That sounds great, Rebecca. Ooh. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I love to cook. I'm going to have to try that. But really having the confidence to to stand in your own power and to do it and to not let your fears get to you. That imposter syndrome is so real. And even though we are not imposters by any means, um, just us people in general, that fear that you have can be, I'm sure it, it 
destroys more books than are ever created, unfortunately. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. That's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What's, what's everybody today? Everybody's hungry. I'm sorry. I'll stop talking about food. It's dinner time here. <laughs> I know. To, to Rebecca, I sneezed. I, I was on mute and I sneezed. And I think I've sneezed on the snow the show before, not on mute. I'm a loud sneezer. <laughs> plus, plus, I'm trying to be cognizant because Top Gun's on. <laughs> <laughs> when the music comes out of like oh crap <laughs> so, fear of success that. is huge wow that's such yes. a really good point joshua oh like, my gosh what happened i mean jen jen and i have had dreams you know maybe we'll do a book tour we'll get you know 1970s vans and we'll just be hippies on the road and and do that but like also well that means like i won't be home like a hobbit that I am, like, I won't be home for dinner. Like, that's not okay. <laughs> so that fear of success sometimes is real. Mm -hmm. And um, trying to hold that, I think our, ener our individual energy practices, our individual and together, our energy practices really helped support us with this launch and made it happen when we didn't know if it really could. That's oh. the truth. I think we were at that point where we were wondering if it was ever going to happen. <laughs> a couple yeah. times there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, we, we knew eventually we would get there, but I think it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the fact of the matter is you have to really, really, really want to get it done or it's probably not going to get done because there's just no shortage of hurdles along the way. And it yeah. seems as you get closer to the end, it gets harder. <laughs> and, and partnerships are, they can be tough. Luckily, ours wasn't. <laughs> I mean, Katie and I, you know, wrote wrote a trilogy together. And it was probably, I mean, it was one of the best writing experiences I've had with another writer. So mm. it was just like, yay. Um, you know, so that back and forth that you have is paramount. Um along with the trust that you have in each other. That, I mean, that comes from, you know, growing up together, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's there's nothing her and I can't get through. There's nothing in right. this world that will keep us apart. And even though I'm sure she wanted to take an ice pick to my face a few times with the, why don't we change this? And why don't we change that? Even though we fixed everything, she didn't. <laughs> it's fine. Was you probably wanted to give me a lobotomy a time or two because I'm just, off floating <laughs> there's, no, there's no relationship without conflict but if you guys can get through it i mean that that makes the difference and even us we had the same problem where we had certain issues when we were writing that i'm not going to do this and you know she wants to do something and we have to you know we find have to happy ground yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm not killing the puppies <laughs> that was, Don't that kill <laughs> Don't kill the dog. I don't care. Don't kill the dog. I completely agree with that. <laughs> totally. I'm on board with that one. <laughs> you know, it's that relationship. You have an understanding. So you're not going to, you know, come at it aggressively towards each other with malice. You, you present your points, you make your yeah. arguments, and you find the, you know, the best choice to go forward. And if you've got a good relationship, mm. you can find that and you can make it work towards your, towards your benefit. What did Josh say? No, no, not in our gosh. story. That, that that was my childhood story. <laughs> not not mine and Katie's, but yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> Rebecca. Now we're just going down a dark road. We are. Getting into the, the woo-woo side of it, though, the fact that you guys are both Saturn-ruled suns, there is, you know, Saturn is like, I always like to joke that it's mommy dearest. <laughs> you know, they're going to beat you upside the head, but it's because they love you. And you've got both sides, but you've got the get shit done Capricorn side, and you've got the think out of the box Aquarius side, but it's still Saturn. It's still, you're going to do it right. And that's how it is. You're not going to do it until it's done right. And both of you guys have that energy, it sounds like, of you're going to come at it from different angles. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you both have the goal. And because you have that goal, you're going to reach that goal. It may take time, but you're both going to get there. Right. Totally. Different approaches and different mm -hmm. styles in terms of strategy to get there. Um, but we always manage to get there. And we, you know, we've just been so, so fortunate that over the years, and I think we've only probably were able to create this book because 
we never really have fought. I mean, anytime we've ever had, you know, even a mild issue, it's, it's gotten aired out immediately and we've moved on with our lives. So um, that's, you know, guys, if you want to have lifelong friendships, that's that's the best advice I can give. It's just nip it in the moment and it won't be a big deal ever. <laughs> so Absolutely. we've been very fortunate that we've, we've never really had friction in our personal life. And so luckily as a result, that, translated over to our professional life together which doesn't always happen but we've been really blessed that it has knock on wood now that you say that never say never <laughs> right <laughs> that's just asking I think for trouble <laughs> <laughs> tell me about i think knowing your strengths too as a person as an author <clears throat> as someone who's creating uh i'm the most organized human probably in existence, unfortunately. <laughs> I know where everything is. I have everything organized. So being able to create a beautiful structure and then hand it over for someone to add just pure divine channeled inspiration is an amazing partnership. And we're lucky enough to have that together. But I think a lot of people out there, a lot of your audience may have to find that in other areas. You know, what software do you need? What friends do you need to lie on? What communities and mentors? What programs do you need to try and find what you're missing. Um, and I think we do that really well. We've always kind of clicked in where, you know, Jen's going to go out and talk. She's going to make sure that we make the connections. You know, if we're out drinking, she's going to have the most fun. She's going to get the guys to buy us the drinks. I'm going to make sure that we get home and we get McDonald's on the way home. Like we yep. are taken care of together. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so knowing your partnership is very important. <laughs> Absolutely. She's had post-it notes in her purse since high school. So it always made wow. splitting the bill and everything Perfect. so much easier. She's just, you know, the mom of the Zodiac, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I, I live in that and I accept that with such grace because it, it's a beautiful thing when you can kind of lean into what's going to help you get to success. And then also knowing your failures. I am often afraid of putting self out there. I have a lot of self-doubt where my beautiful best friend is just like, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> I'm dance naked under the sun and it doesn't matter. <laughs> So together, we can really do a lot. <laughs> Except that sometimes my cancer rising is secretly crying on the inside. So <laughs> You hide it so well. My Leo. I do, that. though. I hide it very well. <laughs> Most times. Crying in the fetal position, sometimes behind closed doors. But it's okay. Yeah, doing it in private. Doing it in private. That's in private, always. Yep. <laughs> I love it. The combination you guys have, it works so well. And I, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys were able to create this, this beautiful book. I got to pop it back up on the screen just so that everyone can see it. Cause I think it's just gorgeous. I love the colors. I love the script. I love the title. It's really eye catching and it yeah. looks like it's something that's, that's going to be so very helpful to others out there. Yeah, the graphics are so clean and done well on that too. So I, yeah. I, I like the the lines, everything. <laughs> I'm a visual oh, thank person. Thank you. Thank you. That took a while to get there. I think our other book that we did, which is Coloring the Signs, um, that one just has like a big lion on the front of it, uh, mm -hmm. one that you can draw in. So mm -hmm. this one was a little bit of a departure, but we wanted something, at least in my mind, because um, I tend to travel a lot when I was visiting my parents and stuff, mm -hmm. always traveling down there. I wanted someone to be mm -hmm. in like one of those cheesy, uh, airport like <laughs> bookstores and to see that and be like I need that and that yeah. was kind of my whole vision when creating that is that someone would see that and get pulled in and it's really interesting because the cover is um it is a, a stock photo um but it's mm -hmm. Sedona's in the background and mm -hmm. Jen and I just got to go to Sedona together and have like a beautiful experience so it's really cool when it came like all together we're looking at pictures of us and being like oh my god that's what's on our cover of our book so mm -hmm. that was a really cool experience <laughs> Sedona's a beautiful place yeah absolutely beautiful. gorgeous we had a uh, we loved time. it we were there just about a year ago. It was like just mm -hmm. the year anniversary of being there. And actually, oddly enough, Meredith, I didn't get to tell you, we got these awesome rings while we were there, these like frequency healing rings. And mine broke, I swear, a year to the day that I got it. Oh my God. I wear mine every day and I don't take it off. <laughs> I I, I didn't take it off, but yeah. So I guess energetically, I don't know, something, uh, something cleared or... Uh, or it's something in the water in New York. <laughs> yes. You know that. <laughs> Luckily, I'm in the Hudson Valley. Yes. I'm not in the city. <laughs> right. Now, with the, the book, because I, I love that you have a coloring book. And I love that you have a journal. Mm -hmm. Is there any thoughts of expanding 
the book or creating another book to go along with it that kind of incorporates some of those because like the the swear word coloring books are so therapeutic i absolutely love those and and that feels like something that like is is you know when you're having a bad day here you go here's something to do to help you channel that energy and maybe change your your focus without killing somebody <laughs> the calling right to murder yes <laughs> i mean you could have a death scene you know somebody stabbing someone and color it in but <laughs> i love like the swirly like the fuck words and the, the, the <laughs> phrases and stuff that you can color where there's that beautiful mandala behind it but <laughs> right it's swearing. probably about <laughs> 25 other great ideas i have a journal of journal ideas um so i know something's going to come out we've been playing around with the idea of our next one and i don't i guess we'll just kind of put it out there of doing yeah. kind of like a manifestation journal um because we're both huge manifestors so while we do like kind of the the attitude behind it we also want to take people from there yes you can kill people in your novel <laughs> we want to take people from that kind of sitting in the energy to actually creating what they want because that was our journey too we're both really successful business owners on our own we kind of came out of nowhere and just <laughs> took our individual fields and really made something out of them and we've both been independent business owners for over five years not working for the man working for ourselves um so we want to help people manifest that so i think that's probably our next journey but who knows what's going to come up yeah we have we have a lot of ideas. I mean, you know, along the tarot lines, along, you know, the moon lines, um, maybe some more astrology stuff. We've thought about maybe figuring out kind of like a little bundle kind of deal, bundling our books and maybe adding in some other fun stuff to go along with it. So we definitely have some stuff in the works. It's uh, It needs to be fleshed out a little bit more still for sure, <laughs> but we have a whole lot of ideas that we are excited about. So, um, and I think definitely the lens of helping business owners as well too is definitely kind of on the horizon. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, there's no shortage of ideas that you can you can play off of. And and I think people will definitely resonate with a lot of them because self-help and, and ways to to get back into that positive mind frame are so essential right now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, really there's people are hurting. Yeah. People are hurting bad, you know, there's a lot of fear narratives, there's a lot of anger, there's, you know, there's just a whole lot of energy swirling, there's a shit storm raging in the cosmos currently, so <laughs> on all sides, we're getting hit with a lot of energy right now, solar storms, all kinds of, you know, high intensity right now, where I think that, uh, especially as we lead up to this, you know, Monday's blood moon eclipse in Scorpio, there's a whole lot of intensity that needs somewhere to go so why not yes. journal it out guys <laughs> yes yep. i think for for me on the the pacific coast i think it hitting in the evening on sunday when the the mm. eclipse goes uh direct and i'm not looking forward to it i'm going to be curled up in my bed in my blankies and just i'm going to try and pass the rest of the day away because it's been already it's been very turbulent out there <laughs> Absolutely. Just have some very... ice cream. <laughs> some yes. ice cream, exactly. Ice cream always helps everything. <laughs> Go hang out with one of your Yes. <laughs> get some good grounding in. I think a lot of the earth signs are handling it well. Like I think a lot of my other Capricorners are, are we're doing all right. So go hang out with someone like that. Put on a really gory horror movie and just ignore everything else. <laughs> well, if you look at the chart and not to get too in the weeds right now, but if you look at the chart, it's hitting Scorpio, Taurus with the square to Aquarius for Saturn mm -hmm. sitting. So it's hitting three of the four angles. So it's kind of shaking everybody out of their comfort zone in different ways and, and forcing people to take a real good hard look at what's going on in, in whatever way it's hitting you. It seems to be everybody is reflecting on something that they need to do differently because something's got to give. We've been stagnant for a while. So not for a peaceful, long while. Probably helpful, but not peaceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not comfortable, not gentle. Yeah. <laughs> No. 
I don't think in, you know, I, I didn't study astrology when I was a small baby, but I don't think the stars have really been this interesting um, in pretty much my lifetime. This is kind of a universal solar return at times. We're really going through some stuff. And I'd be really interesting for you guys who are doing, you know, writing. Does this create any interesting characters or interesting plot moves? Do you use this as like fuel to kind of shape your stories a little bit? Thought about it. Haven't, haven't incorporated astrology, but I've thought about it because there's a lot of ways that you can pull from different archetypes to, to incorporate into what's going on. Yeah, no, I, I, I haven't thought about it either. All I know is, you know, during these retrogrades when it's supposed to be harder to tap into <laughs> to my, my thing, it's almost like the opposite with me. I've been, you know, my creative, creative, you know, stuff just goes haywire. Um, and that's when I start doing multiple projects it's, 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 <laughs> i gotta it's double weird. check your chart and see if you have retrograde mercury on your natal chart because maybe that that would explain why you're getting Possibly. because that that would make it your native um feel for mercury as if it was in retrograde okay. oh yeah and it happens three times that. a year so you would be getting essentially three of those boosts a year whereas a lot of people get not negative but reflective energy yes go back and do it again <laughs> something's not working there's another approach to this but, but when you struggle against the changes, yeah. that's when you feel how, right. you know, how hard it is. But I have, I started reading Ink by John Mayberry, and he's got tarot cards in there. Cool. Ooh, there's a whole line of that in there. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I just started reading that today because, you know, I'm sitting outside. I'm not writing because I want the sun. <laughs> Because <laughs> the, the Leo ascendant, right? Scrolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, instead of just scrolling on, you know, social media, I thought I'd, you know, and I was looking through the books. I'm like, oh, I haven't read this one yet. I have thousands <laughs> of books on my phone. I've got, I mean, mm. my Kindle, I've got to, I got to get through them. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was interesting. And it was interesting. I, I, I know, yeah, I know the man. He does a hell of a lot of research, so it was interesting to see that he incorporated that and and what into one of his Pine Deep novels. Tarot so, and astrology, cool. uh, and a lot of the um, um, what's the word? esoteric arts have become very popular in the last few years. People are really starting to look at them a little closer and and see what they're about. Whereas a few years back, it was still more of a you know woo woo taboo, you know only for weirdos kind of a thing. Yeah, it's been a huge surge. I mean, you know, you walk into, uh, you know, Target or, you know, <laughs> any of these stores yeah. now, they're selling sage and crystals and all kinds of stuff. I saw McDonald's is running a promotion through Mercury mm -hmm. Retrograde. You can get a free tarot reading. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping on the spiritual bandwagon. It's always like a blessing and a curse. I feel like, you know, it's, it's making it more accessible to the masses. So I think it's important for people to use their own judgment and discernment in terms of what they're reading and who they're watching and what they're buying into. But um, I think it's a great thing. I mean, listen, we were really fortunate that, you know, our upbringings were different, but we were still, um, you know, in, in households, at least where we were able to dabble, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, we were very fortunate, you know, not everyone is. So um, I think it's nice for, you know, especially, you know, with the kids growing up now, everybody's got a cell phone and some kind of device, you know, it's nice that at least even maybe if at home it's frowned upon, there are other avenues now that are saying, Hey, no, this is okay. This is cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't true. think we could have created what we created without it. You know, we would use Mercury retrograde times to reread our content, rethink what we're doing. It's a big re time for us. So what do we need to look at? What isn't working? How can we go in a different way? You know, we'd pull cards. Is this right? Is that right? We'd douse for it and all these types of stuff. We would use these tools to help us create. And that was a really fun experience mm -hmm. because we've been in this game for a very long time. We've been practicing for over 20 years between tarot and just, you know, we'll use the category of which, but we don't like that word very much, but using these esoteric things since we were little pups out there. Um, so using those throughout our businesses and using those to create something has been a really cool experience as well to how to use that in a way that's, you know, actually helping other people and making us money and stuff like that as well. So it was a really cool experience to use all of that. And tap Absolutely. into that be authentic that, that we talked about earlier. 
you gotta be. Yeah, you gotta just put <laughs> yourself out there. The truth always sounds different. You know, it just does. So um, I, I feel like especially in this spiritual community, you know, it's it's especially important to really be discerning of that, you know. So if you if you connect with somebody's energy instantly, you know, that's that's probably a pretty good indicator that they're being the real deal. Now, do you guys yeah. consider that when you put out your books? I'd love to even hear from people on the chat. You know, do you think about your energy? That was such a huge thing for us is does uh -huh. it have the right intention and the right energy so that when someone picks it up, they feel what we want them to feel. Do you guys do that in your writing? Is that something you as authors bring to the table? That never even registered to me. But yeah, you're right. There should be that moment of, of setting the intention before you release it. I'm interested to do that if you do that next time. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm I'm thinking about that. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, I set dates ahead of time. <laughs> no, but it, it's that, okay, and, and back me up here, Jane, because I think you and I are probably on the same wavelength. We've read the book so many times, we've edited the book so many times that it's just like, God damn it, get it off my to-do list and be done. Okay, it's out there. Great. Next. And you don't even think about the, you know, like we said a couple weeks back, celebrating that release, you know. Yeah, I, did I just this. go on to I the next, this. on to the next, on to the yeah, next. Yeah, we're just, you know, on to the next. Like, yay, yay for 30 seconds and then on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> See, just so. having that, that moment of, of intention and, and releasing that to the world with the positive vibes. I think that's a good thing. Oh, yeah. I slept with the journal a few times just in my arms, just sleeping with it, knowing that it's going out there to good people. And we did a lot of energy work on this because, you know, to us as kind of mystics it's the unwritten level um that's behind all of our books and even i don't think if you're intentional everyone who sits down and i see in, in the chat everyone is has an intention with their books they see the person who's going to sit down and read it and that counts that really matters when you're creating something all right before we go because we are at our hour mark i want to end on a really positive note here what has been the best response you've received so far from the book Oh. Hmm. Meredith, do you want to start or do you want me to start? Yeah, I uh, so um, I volunteer with the city. I'm on the city's marketing commission because I'm just that big of a nerd. <laughs> and um, when we released her book, one of my purpose that sits on city council with me, uh, she got it. And I was really excited about that. She loved it so much. She personally came to my house that night and claimed the last four copies that I had. So not only did she buy one, she bought four more and she gifted one to her beautiful daughter who's kind of in that tween age and she just expressed how much that helped her and honestly I got chills I started I'm almost going to cry now because you know when you put your money behind something when you say no I don't just want one I want four more of those and I want to gift them to my child the most important thing to me to help her that almost changed my life I, I, I sat down and I realized this is more than just like a fun journal this is something that matters to people and that really really matters to me yeah, it's been really awesome. Some of the feedback that we've been getting. Um, I, you know, in New Jersey, I work the Lunar Fairs is one of the big events that I work. And we were fortunate enough to get our journal in the Lunar Fair subscription boxes. So that's been a really cool thing for me now that it's season again, and I'm working the fairs. And when I have the journals out on the table, so many people are coming past the table like, Oh, I got that in my subscription <laughs> box. I love my journals. So um, and then I'm like, Oh, it's my journal. Thanks. You know, like, so that's, it's kind of like, that uh that humbling sort of moment when you see people excited about it um you know and i've had a few people i have a uh i call them frienders one of my vendor mm -hmm. friends who um who's awesome who's been going through a tough time had major neck surgery at like right in the same breath as we released the journal and the journal she said was really just such a powerful tool throughout her physical healing process to keep her mind right to keep her emotions right to keep her kind of being able to do some sort of spiritual practice, even though her mobility was limited. Um, so that was really beautiful feedback to hear from her too. And she did then too gift them to several other people who were hurting themselves, which is really awesome. I love that. That's I love good. That. And that's a good way for us to end on, on a positive note, just showcasing how impactful your book has been. Yes. Thank you. We hope many people will unfuck their attitude with just a little bit. <laughs> 
gratitude with this simple way to get that done. And hopefully this was inspirational for a few people to just kind of put the crap to the side, get her done, because there's people out there who need your message, whatever that is. Absolutely. You know, so this can be a great way for you to not only un unleash some stuff, but to also manifest the life of your dreams. I, I'm 100% a believer that if we weren't in the practice of journaling in this, with this method, that we wouldn't be where we're at right now. Well, you guys have got an amazing book and I know yeah. it's on my list to pick up. So <laughs> we'll be doing that. And for those of you out there who are watching, as always, we will put in the show notes below all of the links. So give us about 10 minutes for those of you watching the live to get those notes updated. And uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, please feel free to check those notes because that's where the links are going to be so that you can find this amazing book. And that's it for us this week. So I want to thank you guys again, Meredith, Jennifer, this has been a wonderful, wonderful time hanging out with you. And uh, I hope to be able to invite you guys back in the future to come chat with us, especially if you have more books to share. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. Thanks so much for having us tonight. It was a pleasure. Yes, thank you so much. It was absolutely wonderful. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Any parting words, Jane? Um, no, but we're not on for the next two weeks, right? Yes. Yeah, we are out for the next two weeks. You've got something next week, and I'm going to be in Phoenix uh, yep. the following week. So, yep. yeah, and, we'll be back and, in June. <laughs> and and June 1st, Young Blood comes out. <gasps> yes. I actually, I got the edits today a week early. <laughs> and, and I got some great things that Josh has done for me that, that I'll be putting out as well. So, <laughs> excellent. Yes. All right. And for those yes. of you who have not yet heard, even though I've said it every week, Combat Con is coming to Vegas. So if you would like to join a convention that's all about empowering yourself, self, uh, excuse me, try that again. It's all about empowering yourself, all about learning self-defense, all about building some new skills and having fun while partying in Vegas. July 21st through 24th, Combat Con will be here. It is a convention definitely you don't want to miss. I can't wait. I will be teaching on the writing track this year and writing will be um, focusing on writing scenes for a film that we're going to be producing at the convention. So it's going to be a really, really cool time. All right, guys, that's right. it for us this week. We'll be back, as Jane said, in two more June. weeks in June. You guys take care of yourself and be safe out there and we will see you next time. <laughs>